The explorer's hey. night of rest was interrupted when the assassin from before entered their camp seeking help slash to help them with whatever was happening. A zone of truth and harsh interrogation later, the group, now six strong, went to the inn to retrieve the professor's belongings. But they entered into a domicile familiar to Izzy. As the group stood in the frozen room, Izzy let them know they were in their childhood home. Ba 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 <laughs> yep, and that ba 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 was actually part of the recap. Thank you, Dallas, for including that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure that anyone would get there. Yeah. Please send all rights. Uh... Bless. See if I remember this accent. That should be a little interesting. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, don't worry, I never keep my accents. <clears throat> I mean, that's true. Yep. But don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway. We're terrible on accents. This that's not going to change. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure in which our heroes come to the conclusion that they're really starting to hate this place. As you stand in the entrance to the inn, you're in the main room. It has a bar that has five stools along it, and there are three long tables off to the, off opposite of it. The room itself is covered in crinkling ice and there's a large hearth a few feet away from the stairs that stand opposite to the entrance of the door. Opposite of the entrance to the door. What would y'all like to do? And I imagine Izzy knows the layout of this place, so if you say you want to go somewhere, you'll know where to... And we know this is your home, right? I, I mentioned that it was in the last, I think it was the very last second of the last game. I am getting real sick of magic. I mean, I feel you. I feel you, Polly. What do you want us to do, Isabel? Start a riot? We can do that. Just leave. Leave the city. Never come back. <laughs> and the game ends here. And we're done. We all left the city. We just said fuck it all. We found Darcina, bye. <laughs> Have we, we're just on the threshold of the inn, right? I don't remember if we went inside or not. Um, I, w- I was thinking that you're already inside, but you're just like right in the entrance way. You could easily just leave the inn. And the, the whole inn is covered in ice. Yes, a thin layer of ice. Isabel um, walks towards the bar. All right. Walking towards the bar, you do see a note, a rolled up note on it. If you're approaching from the customer side. Mm-hmm. I'll pick it up and I'll read it. All right. I will drop it in chat for you so we can actually get your voice saying this. Fantastic. What's it say? She stares at the at the note for a moment and um, 
says my my parents and my sister have the keys to the cellar if we wish to talk to whomever we're supposed to talk to. They don't seem very keen to talk to us, but I don't know what else to do. We'll be with you. So where are your parents and your sister then? Yeah. I have no idea. Uh, perhaps up in their rooms or... Normally mother and father would be here. Behind the bar in the kitchen. Would you like, would you like to check around? Um, I'm going to step around so that I can see into the kitchen. Um, usually the door was open, so... Yes. Well, in the kitchen... Much as this main room, the food is covered in a light layer of frost like everything else, and there is a small table for four people outside of the main bar. A series of footsteps visible on the floor, like through the f- like as indentations, lead to the cellar door, which has three keyholes that you don't quite remember growing up. So, like, you remember the cellar, but normally it's just like a simple cellar door instead of these three large keyholes. Hey, uh, Isabel, uh, is your, is your hometown inn always been covered in ice? (laughs) Um, no. Once, it was an accident. There's, there's snow and the like, but not like this. This is, I know, this isn't good. Yeah, I was going to kind of say it's kind of weird. My feet are getting (laughs) cold. If anyone enters the kitchen, they can hear a soft crying coming down from the cellar. I walk towards, slowly walk towards the sound. All right, you stop at the cellar door, which has three three large keyholes in it. I'll put my ear up to the hole and see if I can recognize. Make me an investigation check. Six. It's just a deep and mournful sob. Mm. Just sounds like someone crying. Is uh, is you and your folks in the habit of uh, locking people in the in the cellar? Yeah. No, that's not exactly common. <laughs> okay, was just double checking. Only that one time, of course. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that it was so icy up here, I would say it'd be a good way to chill out. I mean, I've I've experienced some of my co-workers <laughs> go in two dungeons, um, but I doubt they would bring this. Yeah. And does anyone else investigate around the main room or the bar? Sure, I'll uh I'll investigate the main room, like the near the fireplace and stuff. All right. Well, that didn't go well. Yes, and as as y'all are going along, you can see like the cheaper alcohols in the back are frozen solid, while the higher proofs <laughs> are still liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frozen. Water. Someone did. Someone got watered and... down. Yep. But yeah, my investigation check was a four. Four. Okay. Well, let's see. We're off to a good start. As you're going around the room, you notice, well, the hearth is obviously out, and you notice there's a raggedy little doll sitting on the unlit logs of the hearth. Nope. 
like it had been dropped from a higher place. Do you wish to look in the hearth itself? Yeah. Looking in the hearth, you see that there's a small opening about at the second story. It looks like you could probably climb up to it, but any anyone larger than Isabel would have, or anyone larger than Rosemel probably would have a hard time. And what about a halfling? You're small, so you'd you'd have an easy. You could probably fit through. Cool, I'm if gonna you made do a good that. Check. Oh lord, I I uh I I pull out my. My, if I can get my equipment sheet, what the heck is in my bag? How does this? How do character how, sheets work? How do we do any of the things? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pull out my whip. And, what is Dungeons uh, and Dragons? And my rope, and just try to like do that thing that you do where you put your back up against one wall and your feet up against the other, and shimmy shimmy and, uh, shimmy my way up until I find something that I could, like, tie a rope onto so I don't fall down. Make me either an acrobatics or athletics check. Mother of... Twelve? You managed to make it up to the hole on the second floor, but as you do that, we can... We'll go back down to the other... Others while you investigate that. So, what are the three of you doing while Polly just scooches up a hole? Scooches... <laughs> Scooches up the fireplace. Um, Izzy's going to head towards the door, uh, towards the hallway to the stairs to go up. Rose uh, follows. At the top of the stairs, there is a hallway with three rooms going in one direction and then a locked door, which is leads to the hallway for you and your parents' rooms, Isabel. I, um, Go to the door. Try to open it. It is currently locked. You can either try to pick it or you can try to kick it down if you wish. <laughs> That's going to go so well. <laughs> hey, you you literally hauled ass and vampire through a window, so. And uh, we already know I'm very good at breaking down perfectly openable doors, so you are at that. Um... Anyone have uh, lockpick tools I can use, or uh... unfortunately, these are the only lockpicks I have. I suppose it's not actually my home, so why not? I don't see any other option unless one of you. We're missing someone. Oh, oh, that little shit. With that, we go back to Polly. Well, as I secure myself on the wall with my slippers of spider climbing, which I just remembered that I have, uh, I, I try to perceive inside the hole with my natural one of an investigation. Natural one. It's a, it's a cold room and you do, you hear some you hear someone shivering inside. Hell. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh. Hello? 
Hello? Who's there? A small girl's voice says. Uh, well, well, this used to be my inn. Well, not my inn. I was staying in the inn. It belongs to somebody else. It's been a very confusing day, actually, because this is actually also a missing city that's supposedly gone, and now it's Who are not... you? Sorry, what? <laughs> who, are... who are you? I'm scared. Oh, uh, it's alright. It's your <clears throat> great aunt Polly. I guess. I don't have a great Aunt Polly. Sure you do. I'm on your dad's side. Three times roll removed. De- roll deception. Oh my god. <laughs> Mother of God! That's a three! Oh my god. She might roll lower. Yeah. Oh my... No, you're not. Okay, you caught me. Uh, Please. I am... A little old woman who lives alone in the woods and decided to go on an adventure. Who are you? Can you... Uh... uh one moment. Could you pass stalling for time? I'm gonna... I'm gonna turn my head down the shaft and say, Hey, everybody! There's a person Can in here! Can you them through the door? Make me... Perception check? You three check? make me perception check. Okay. Yeah. Good. Don't make me roll anymore. Not twenty. Because... Yeah. Oh yeah. You you hear you can hear this exchange. You can hear your sis. What sounds like a younger version of your sister Alethea talking to someone, and then you can hear Polly yelling. My my name's Alethea. Can can you help me? Hey there, Alethea. Um, what you there's need? There's a monster in my room. Oh, there's a monster in your room. Well, that's no good. What's the monster look like? As you say that, you all hear a high pitched cackling as an ice method forms. In the corner of the room, you're talking into Polly. Wait, break down the door, now. Everyone roll me initiative. And one for Balthazar. Oh, crap, where's Balthazar? Can Balthazar make it up the stairs? Can a giant badger make it up the stairs? Yes, the giant badger can make it up the stairs. Okay, so he was following them. Wait, is Balthazar... What size is Balthazar? Is he, he's a he's just medium, medium right? beast, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, he can make it up the stairs. If he was large, I'd be like, no. Yeah, he's. Like, I assume he's like a short horse. Yeah, that's fair. I have a 16. Balthazar has a 9. Okay, Willa? 10. 10, okay, and what's your dexterity? Uh, My dexterity is... Oh. Uh, all right. And Rosemallow. 18. I don't know why I type your name out the whole way while I just give everyone else their first initial. Okay. Because I'm Rosemallow. Anyway, that's fair. Rosemallow, you have the initiative. But I just run down to uh, where I think Polly is. Just to get this clear, the hole that I'm looking into is looking into the room kind of like opposite the door to enter the room from the stairs yes okay. it's like someone knocked out a piece of heart so they could climb up and down it yeah, okay their leisure yeah so i'm like inside a chimney yeah yes oh 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 right. so yeah you can get there this turn this turn you'll be able to climb up next turn so going over there do i see anything you see the chimney Oh you gosh! See, yeah, you see Polly sticking out the bottom. I'm just looking up at Polly's butt. Polly, 
Hi. What's going on? Uh, I brought presents. <laughs> Speaking of Polly, it goes to your turn, Polly. Okay, I would like to use my uh, action to enter the room. I mean, you were already climbing, so you could just use your movement. Oh, I to could. Enter okay, I wasn't sure if yeah. climbing like through a, a hole or something would take a whole action. I figured you have thirty feet of movement, so you like getting in and standing up. I'll just take your whole movement. Okay. How about that? And then yeah. I would like to use find traps in the room. Find traps. You do not detect any traps. Fantastic. The room's clean, y'all. You can come in, except for you know the big monster, of course, but. Otherwise, it's pretty safe. You're, you're just whatever. And the ice, it is a, it is an elemental about your size that looks kind of like a goblin with wings. Hey, they're ugly. It gives you the finger. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. I'm not a nice person, Isabel. It's your turn. I'm going to, ah, uh, I guess I will hold my. Action. You can also, you can also try to use a spell to damage the door enough to. I could. Let's see if I have anything. Actually, nope, that won't work. Um, can I see through the keyhole of the door? Of the door leading in the hallway. Yes. Great. Then I'm going to use Misty Step to put myself into the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Willa, you see Rosemel, no, Isabel, just look through the keyhole and then like, okay, yeah. And then just like, turn into mist, go through the keyhole and <laughs> you reform on the other side. Um, and can I see the monster or into my sister's room? You can, you can see your sister's, the door to your sister's room is ajar, so you'd be able to get in there. Okay, I will use my movement to get in there. All right, your sister's like, Izzy, it's you! Yeah. Um, and the creature is there. He's hovering up in the corner of the room, giving Polly the finger. And it's an ice elemental, isn't it? Yep. Uh, uh, Oh, for the love of God. Um, I can't do anything. I can't cast anything besides cantrip, so I will just stand there in shock and... Hold out my hand so for um, Alethea to come running towards me. All right, I'm going to roll Alethea's initiative. Oh, wow, she got good. Holy shit. Alethea's on the ball. Come here. Behind me, now. W- what? One moment. It's not my turn yet. Actually, it is. She got a, she got a 17, so yeah. She, she gets out of bed. She's a... She's pale blue, like cold to the touch, but she does come run over and gets behind you. And that then we go to Willa. You're still on the other side of the locked door. Hell? The hell? Uh, I, I guess I'll just fucking... <laughs> I gotta punch the door. Make me a strength check. Oh no. I don't think this is gonna do it, but let's... Let me give you the final score. All right, do it. That's going to be a three. Isabel, you do hear the door rattle weakly behind you. Ow, shit. I'll let that be 
an attack. So if you want to try it again, you can. Okay. Oh, this one's slightly better. Twelve. You crack the door, but you're not quite through. Do you want to spin a key point to flurry of blows the door? There is still Balthazar behind you. Oh yeah, Balthazar. I forgot about him. He doesn't. He doesn't matter. It's fine. He's just sitting there chuckling at me at this point. I. I. I'm full on key points. I should be, anyways. So sure, why not? I'll flurry of blows to get in there. Oh, now you give me a good roll. I see how you are. Eighteen. The door breaks open, and you are able to get through. All right. Which way? You see the door. Isabella opened the door to her and Alethea's room so you can see it opened. And there's a small blue child standing slightly outside. Oh, okay, okay. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Wait up for me, guys. Wait up for me. All right. You enter the room on your turn with your movement. Yes. And then we'll go to Ice Method. It looks to both you and Willa Isabel. Breathes in and exhales. Uh, 15 foot of cold air. I'll need you each to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh boy. Hey hey! Six. 23. Alright. So Isabel, you take four points of cold damage. And Willa takes half that much. I take half that half. Well, aren't we fancy? I say, well, what a damage! Well, you still take one point of damage. I do. So, ha. <laughs> so, ha. Ha, 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 ha. And it hurts so bad. Yeah. It hurts so bad, you just take another 59 points of damage. <laughs> and anyway, the meteor swore. Just and on it's Willa. Ba- yes. That's how it rolls sometimes. It's Balthazar's turn. Balthazar is going to rush into the room. All right, it's getting crowded yep, now. Stand between the elemental and Polly. All and right. attack. All right. Get my Balthazar dice. And are Balthazar's claws magical? Yes, they are now. Oh, aren't we fancy? Um, but that's still only a nine. Hmm. That misses. Yeah. It cackles at yeah. Balthazar. I think he gets two <laughs> attacks, but I don't know if they have to hit. The, f- the first one has to hit. Does he have multi-attack? Oh, nope. That's just a reaction that he has. Never mind. All right. And then, well, speaking of turns, we're... I don't know if that's true, but we're going to go back up to Rose Mallow. You are down in the main room... You can try to climb up the... Yeah, I'll, I'll attempt to climb up. Alright. And yeah. Polly got out of the hole, right? Oh yeah, she did. Alright, that'll be awkward. She just rose mouth right. right up against Polly's butt, like, hey! Make me an athletics or acrobatics check, Rose Oh, it's gonna be athletics. Or acrobatics, I should say. And that was... Oh my god. Acrobatics, uh... <laughs> 13. You managed to get up there. You use all your movement to get into the room. 
and uh, I see everything going on, and I, um, who would be the close? It would would be uh, Polly would be the closest person to me currently. Yes, I am right next to the hole. How close is everyone to me right now? Presumably, the room is like twenty feet by twenty. Everyone's easily within twenty feet. Then I'm gonna just bless my team. All right, they are hashtag blessed. And with that, we go right. to Polly. I'm going to pull out my whip. My whip. Your whip. And attack. I'm going to try to hit the middle finger of the elemental for being rude to an elder. Roll to hit. 23 total. 23? Yeah, you hit it right yeah. in the middle finger. You should learn to respect your elders. And he takes... Fuck you, Grandma. Eight slashing damage. He has been rendered mute by the lack of middle finger. I believe that at my current level, I can now attack twice on one turn. I mean, multi-attack is usually at... Yeah, extra attack is at fifth level. Yeah, okay, that's just something I haven't added to my sheet yet, because I assumed I would remember that. Well, we know what assuming does. It makes an ass out of you, and I forget mm-hmm. the rest of the saying, so I assume it's not important. Well, I'm gonna attack it. I'm gonna attack again with my whip again. That one definitely hits because it's a natural nineteen. Plus, you know everything else. Um. And then that was three. Plus nine slashing damage again. Nine slashing damage. Wow, you're just going to town. Damn. You didn't get his, you didn't get his other middle finger, but he's not looking good. Alright. And do you have anything else to do? No. Alright. Then we will go we'll go to Isabel. Alright then. Um Well This is certainly a situation. I'll cast Chromatic Orb at third level. Um, and so putting my hand behind me to guard my sister a little bit, I fling the other hand out and from it comes an orb. Um, and I forget if we decided that I roll for this or if I choose. Oh no, I choose. You you could choose. Yeah. So I'm going to, um, I will choose thunder, no, lightning, because, because of my abilities, hold for one second, um, because I have heart of the storm, um, that's resistance, storm guide, nope. It's just resistance against it. It doesn't help. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Sorry. It's been a while, guys. All right, then. So uh, let me see what you need to do, because I think it's a save. Um, oh, no, it's a, just an attack roll. So here goes nothing. Oh, d Oh, that's right. I'm pretty sure it hits anyway, but... So, 16 plus... What's my spellcasting modifier? 7. So, 16 plus 7, so 22? Yep, 
you hit that mephit right in its chest and screaming. Did you roll damage? Not yet. All right. 5d8. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Give me a second. Okay, I see. I see. Just bullying my poor method. Uh, I think it's 5d8. Yep, 5d8. I only have four, so I'll roll one extra. Um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ooh, plus seven. I rolled actually pretty low. So, um, 19 damage. All right. So, you hit the ice method right in the chest. The ball, the ball goes into it. He starts rumbling and he explodes. His last words being, I don't regret anything. Wow. And Polly and Balthasar make me a dexterity saving throw. So he explodes into shards of ice. Sorry. Uh, Balthasar. Oh. Oh, I'm so proud of us. We both rolled 17s. You each take one point of damage. As little ice shards embed themselves in you. Ouch. All right. The minute that occurs, I drop down to a knee to look at my sister. Where's... where's Ma... They're... they're in their rooms. Thank you, Isabel, for saving me. I always will. Izzy? Yeah? You're the best sister I've ever had. I'm the only sister you've ever had. Look, even if there were other sisters, you'd easily be top two. <laughs> I take it you're number one, little one? I ain't saying nothing. Always and forever. Isabel, she ruffles around in her pocket and gives you an iron key. And she looks to the rest of the party. Izzy's always blaming herself for stuff. Make sure she doesn't go too hard on herself, okay? I can try. I'll just be the bigger idiot in the room. I think that's enough. Thank you. And she just dissolves into a blue light. I really, really hate this place. Y'all are now in the room alone. And you do see your parents' room on the other side of the hallway. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. Let's just finish this. I look at Polly and I'm just like, Oh no. This is this is going to be a whole thing, isn't it? Ah, youth. <laughs> Was there a key dropped or anything? I've already pocketed, pocketed the key. You did? Okay. In your parents' room, there's their bed with two figures covered up by a sheet. Everything is covered in frost, but on the wall and in the frost in large letters are written. It's written, "Here lies Lareth and Elith Creestale." I'm sorry, I didn't know. My parents aren't dead. Well, at least they're not. What is this? Probably a cruel trick like the one that was played earlier. I, um, um... Makes me think about that coffin we found. I could ask Willa to destroy them. I really would rather not. Um... I will... There's just a sheet over them. 
Yes. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and have Mage Hand pull the sheet away. All right. As you pull the sheet off, you see two ice sculptures laying in the bed, each with a resembling your parents, each with a key at its core. Um. Okay, that's weird. And they're ice. They're not like humans frozen. They're ice. <laughs> they're ice. Have I mentioned how much I'm really starting starting to hate this place? I am right behind you. Willa says that she's right behind you. <laughs> well, I suppose we better get to Melton. That would have to be someone else. I'm... In case you haven't noticed, a bit more inclined towards... Well, and I gesture to the room. You've been having a hard day. You should take a rest. There's no need to try to put you through any more stress. It's been hard enough as it is. It is okay to feel sad. And frustrated about what's happening here. It's all right. Feelings are here. He's head and just like shh, shh. I think this is the wrong approach, darling. <laughs> um. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna get ready. I'm gonna get my torch lit. All right. Do you go about breaking them or melting them or smashing them? Yes. Yep. All right. This is utterly disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say you're able to do it, and as they fall to pieces... Rosemallow, what are you doing? I'm just, uh... Doing this. I'm watching as these, uh... As the ice sculpture's being melted, I'm just watching Isabel's uh... reaction to all of it, um... I would, was gonna say I was gonna look around the room and see if I see anything else. I'm yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna uh, cast detect magic around the room. Um, there is a faint glow of magic all around, and anywhere brighter will... than usual. Um, the message on the wall looks magical, and as it's smashed, as the eye statues are smashed. You see the writing change to this family might have lived in peace if not for the seeker of the bloodline. Who is the seeker of the bloodline? Isabel, looking around, you do see a note on one of the chests. I'll pick it up. It reads, L, just in case I forgot that High Elf came around today while you and Izzy were at the market asking about her, her father. I told him I was her dad, and he asked for a room, so I stuck him at the end of the guest hallway so you or Izzy will didn't have to deal with him. Love, Lareth. P.S. Remind me to make a sign for the fireplace, letting people know, in fact, that it's not functional. We have heating spells. P.P.S. Alethea keeps mispronouncing the word butcher, and I can't tell if it's intentional or not. <laughs> butcher. Butcher. Well, it all tracks, especially that last comment. Um, anyone find anything else? Have the keys now. I say as I've like got a half melted piece of mom arm. Um, no. 
right then. Um. The flames just gently licking their butts. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to? <laughs> licking. Lots of butt licking. Because <laughs> that's all the half of can reach is their butts. I promise this is not exactly what it looks like. Just don't get stuck. I've seen people get stuck that way. Um. I... Should I investigate to see if there's anything I... other than what we've already seen? You know, the day I go shitlord, y'all are gonna just be stuck, and there's gonna be no one to keep this shit on track. I'm just saying. That's fair. Do we have the keys yet? <laughs> yeah, see, y'all, y'all have the keys. I'm looking forward to that day, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Well, I got one of the keys for you. I think. Did you say that cellar door needed three of them? Yes, three. They they both had keys, right? Yes. Yeah, So that's. Three keys altogether, one from the sister and one from each of the frozen bodies on the bed. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations, D and D, where you learn to count. Do, 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 do. I suppose we should go talk to this person who doesn't really actually want to talk to us, but is crying in the cellar of my family's inn. This has been a very strange day. This has been so bizarre. I don't even know how to. Drops the hand. Handle this. Okay, anyways, I'm out. Good day. <laughs> Is Veal. I hope you don't mind if I Holly, you can this. stop licking now. <laughs> we, we have the keys. You can stop licking their butts. Buzzard looks at Polly. Ah. <laughs> His tongue stuck to one of the ice sculptures. Ah. <laughs> I was just getting a little thirsty. Ah. It's ice. I mean, it's water. But anyways, Isabel, I I hope you don't mind if I ask this, but do you have any idea who could be crying down in your family cellar? Not that I can think of. Someone who is very passive-aggressively upset, I assume they did say, though I can't imagine why anyone would want to talk to me. Okay. Well, then let's go open the cellar. You get to the cellar door, you put all the keys in, they all clunk, and then you lift the door up. Who's going in first? Dibs! Alright. So the order is Willa. I'll be behind Willa. I'll take it the rear. I'll be behind you, Beal. As you go into the cellar, you see that it's all been... It's a fairly large cellar, about 40 feet by 40 feet, like... No, ain't nothing to sneeze at. But you see that all the boxes have been pushed to the side, and the crying person is huddled against the back. Willa and Isabel, as you get down, you can see it is, in fact, Isabel. Well, then. I do a discount double check, and I'm just like. Looking back to make sure Isabel was behind me. And then looks back at the form and I'm just like... There, I did just disappear in front of her. <laughs> While everybody stop, what are we looking at? What, what are we all looking at? Well, it's one of these again. One of what? What's going on? I move aside so that Polly can get into the room and Rose, Rose Mallow as well. 
what do you want? Is a, the shadow of Isabel says to you, just a barely looking at you with her golden eyes. I want this to end. Why are you here? Why are we here? We're here because it's the only place we won't hurt our family. You're no good to them. I left them anyway. I'll protect them. Then you should just... You should just stay here. You can't... You... Our blood can't hurt them then. We can't have more accidents. They're safe. I've made my choice. This is nowhere to live. As long as we can't go back. What's to keep us from going back then? Hmm? We'll go back when when I'm under control. If I can keep you here forever, you'll never go back and never hurt Alethea. I wouldn't hurt her. I haven't since. I just protected her. So we're going to engage in a little thing. So some diplomacy with the shadow to either resolve this without a fight or get into a fight. Alright. So far you... Sorry, just game mechanics. The, the entire party can convince the shadow to give up peacefully, but you need three successes before you get three failures. Otherwise, this results in, t- in a fight. From Isabel, you already have one success. It's all our fault, isn't it? There's no we. If we're there's born, no mom R. would be happy, and Alethea would be happy, and Dad would are, be happy. But you're not me. Not me anymore. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let any of you leave this place. Because if you do, you'll tell them, and they'll worry, or you'll go back and make their life harder. Somebody gotta talk this girl down. I'm gonna explain some to both Isabels that maybe would be good for y'all to hear. But if there's one thing I'm learning to trust, it's Isabel. She's done nothing but protect the party and look after us. Even if that means just kind of trying to talk me out of idiocy or Polly doesn't always work it's usually with a silent glare but the effort is appreciated all the same alright make me a persuasion check Willa let's see where I'm adding to this (laughs) always a promising sign 20 dirty 20 she seems to soften up a bit that it, you now have two successes and zero failures. Does anyone have anything else to add to this discussion? Let me tell you a little story, Isabel. Can I want you to guess. Can can you tell me how old I am? What does that have to do with anything? Just, just answer the question. How old do you think I am? Like... 175 or something. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're really perceptive. You figured that out. 
I am 175. 175, uh, three months ago, exactly. And you know what Shouldn't happens? You, be dead? you know what happens when you live 175 years? N no. You make a lot of mistakes. And you might hurt a lot of people without meaning to. And now, let me tell you something. If I had locked myself up in a room the first time I made a mistake, or any time I made a mistake, or any time I hurt somebody by accident, I wouldn't have left my house for the last 150 years. Because that's exactly Jesus what Christ, I did. You started, you started young. Yep, I was 25. I was 25 when right. I entered the Hermitage. Polly, make me a persuasion check. Or I guess it'll be you'll have advantage since that was very good. Aww. Aww. Even with advantage? You still oh, blessed? No. <laughs> Bless only works on attack and saves, unfortunately. So I have a minus one to persuasion. And yep. both yep. both my D20s rolled threes. Uh -huh. You you don't I don't want to make any more mistakes. I don't want to hurt anyone else I care about. If I just if I just never leave here, I don't have to hurt anyone. That is one failure. What about yourself? No wait a second. Maybe <laughs> you don't want to hurt anyone, but no action is like staying away from people is hurting those you love. <laughs> I mean, I know Isabel has has some new friends, and she has a very good family, from what I know, and I know they wouldn't want her to leave. I know, I wouldn't want my new friend to leave. Here, and here. So, by leaving, you're, you're hurting people. I mean, so, really, what's the point? Yeah, you go on, you, if you go on with your friends, I mean, you can, like, a lot of hurt can always be forgiven. With time. With time. I know in my life there's some people I'm not really to forgive just yet, but maybe I'll go back when the time comes. But that's why we gotta stick with who we have. <laughs> Alright, Rosemallow, can you roll me a persuasion check with advantage? I swear to God, if you get, if you fail this somehow, my persuasion is so high. Just so you know, with advantage, I rolled a seventeen and plus nine. So, Isabel, Shadow Isabel, like regards Rose Mallow for a moment and then stands up and starts walking towards non-Shadow Isabel. Is a is a real? <laughs> is a real? Yes. As she walks towards you, Isabel, she looks in her eyes. 
Promise me we'll do our best to protect them. I already have. All right. I'll, I heed your resolve, Isabel. She begins, and she begins glowing as she vanishes, and you feel some power coursing through you as the illusion of the, the end fades. I reach out right as the end of it, trying to... Is it cold, or do I feel any temperature? It is cold, and she tu- as you reach out, she touches your hands lightly. I am you, I'm you, Isabel, and I guess we're the same? I don't know. My books never covered this bullshit. <laughs> they didn't cover a lot of bullshit, let me tell you. She gives a small laugh as the illusion fades, and you are left You are left in the basement of the Elfheim Inn. No no ice, it's a normal temperature, and you see several valuables apparently pushed up against the back wall. Does this mean you're gonna get new arms now? I wiggles my extra spectral arms. Do you summon them? Yes, just for this. Alright, you summon your large arms and then they start wiggling. I don't think that would be the most helpful to me. Um, I'm going to go over and start looking at the items, not touching them, just looking to see what's there. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. I got all these arms. Huckapow! And I go on Isabel. If you want to avoid the hug, you can make me a dexterity save. No, <laughs> I won't avoid it. But she just kind of like. Oh my god. Uh... You did good, kid. Thank you, all of you. You're welcome. As you go to the pile, you all see twelve gems that have been carved in the shape of dinosaurs with four of them seemingly being from extinct species. 600 gold pieces, two golden bird cages, silk rope, a silk rope with gold embroidery, two large gold bracelets, each one bearing the symbol of a wolf and one bearing the symbol of an eagle, and a golden signet ring with the symbol of Darcina on it. It's not like yours, Isabel. It's just like... Something a rich person would wear. Are the two bracelets, one is a wolf and one's an eagle, or are they both the same, but... the they're, One is a, one has the symbol of wolf, one has the symbol of an eagle. Like, worn as a pair, they look pretty neat. With gold inlay. And you see a wand humming with magical energy. Time with this wand would identify it as a, a plus one wand of the war mage. And it's a wooden wand with gold inlay. Well, this is interesting, I suppose. After everyone collects the treasure, the the professor and the assassin are just standing alone. Well, I'm glad we didn't have to say anything. I clap him on the back. We're glad too. I do not have good persuasion, I'm afraid, Isabel. We've noticed. I, um, 
Thank you. Perhaps we should gather our things and find somewhere else that's not, well, right in the open. Yeah, that sounds like a a good thing. If we can figure out how to do that, maybe. Do you go out into the... Do you go back into the main room? Um, after we've gathered up all the stuff, I guess. Uh, you gather up all the stuff in the basement, you go into the main room, and you see two two guards in the Darcina uniform, like, looking around, talking with each other. Like, they said there was a disturbance here. And you go to, in the Elf Heyman, it looks roughly the same as when you were here before, but it's abandoned. Everything looks like it's in a state of disuse. So you don't see the crowds or the bartender. The food has all rotted through. And there's like some skeletons in the corner. Hey. Hey! Hey, don't... Hey now, hey Hey, now. Don't dream it's over. One guard slaps the other one on the back. Those are the intruders. Get them. I see and you, then, the brave one. No, we're not. And then they both unfold into... We're not intruders. Devilish creatures. Purple devilish creatures with wings and spines coming off their we're back. We're not intruders at all. What are they? Are they Are they infernals? Are they fiends? Are they... They are your, your mom's an intruder. No, that's not very nice. That's rude. Um, I would like to say that I would have grabbed the wand. Um, I was going to say it before we walked in the room, but everybody was talking. The wand of the uh, the war mage, I would have picked that up pretty quickly. I want the bracelets just for aesthetics. <laughs> aesthetics. I would have taken none of it. <laughs> Everyone roll me initiative. Son of a bitch! Sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Um, that's, that's seven. And Balthazar gets 22. I like how Balthazar is almost always better than you in these roles. What's Balthazar's dexterity? Um, zero. Uh, twelve. Natural one for a five. Nineteen. I'm just gonna erase Alethea. And this is not a phrase I get to utter often, but... It's the enemy, enemy's initiative. The enemies have the initiative. Called it. So, one of the spine devils is going to swoop down towards Dallas, or going to swoop down towards Polly. Dallas, what are you doing in the game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get me out of here. I'm too young to die. I'm too beautiful to die. I'm guessing a 10 doesn't hit you, De- to Polly. For me... Oh my god, I'm looking at the wrong sheet. Okay, no, it doesn't. That's good, that's good. That'll be disappointing if it did. And one will swoop down and attack the very rude Rose Mallow. Okay. 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 Oh wait, it makes two attacks. Whoops. Well, I'll still use that one for Rose Mallow. So Rose Mallow, does a 20 hit you? No, of course it doesn't. Why would a 20 hit me? Okay, so with its natural 59, <laughs> it, it bites 
It bites you on the shoulder, dealing five points of damage. And then it's going to... Four... Does a 12 hit you? It does you? not. All right, and the one that attacked you, Polly, a six doesn't hit you. So we move to Balthazar. Okay. Balthazar is going to attack the one that tried to attack Polly with a claw attack. Magical. Ah, oh, damn, Balthazar. I, you're rolling so much better than me. <sighs> that is 24. 24, yeah, that hits. Nine slashing damage. Um, attacking again, he rolled 17, plus six, and then five, another nine. All right, that one's looking pretty bad. All right, and then we will go to Willa. Okay, uh... Since Balthazar is dealing with the one in front of Polly, and I'm assuming Polly can handle that, I'm gonna go help Rose Mallow. Alright, make me your attacks. Oh, that one's gonna miss. Eight? Yep, yep, it misses. Eight again! Let's make sure. Let's just check this sheet. Yeah. It misses. Hey! Finally! A 19! I just needed to roll anything more than, like, a 2 would have been nice. So that's 7 points of damage for my final hit. And then, with that, we will go to Isabel. Alright, um, and you're both- you're, you're in combat with it, correct? I think they're both engaged at this point. On your turn, you do feel a th- thrumming coming from deep within you. As I just messaged you, you do feel a thrumming deep within you as so you hear a voice saying, My power is yours. Use use me to protect the other. Protect, protect and attack. And I sent you the stat block, and you can either keep it Keep it on you, it'll give you a plus four to armor class, or you can send it to someone else to give them a plus four to armor class, or you can have it attack for you. So you'd use your action in order to command it. And can the others see this? Yes, they do see it. What do, describe what this creature appearing behind you look like looks like. <laughs> um behind Isabel, you see a, um, <laughs> you see the form of a white polar bear, um, only it's not solid. It is made of swirling snow, um, and storm and lightning. It's almost as if it's a lightning storm within a snowstorm, all encased inside the form of a, um, of a large polar bear, um. And it, yeah, (laughs) Uh, and it stands behind her, um, definitely above her head. So it's almost like it's looming behind her um, as just this giant If it's the size of a polar bear, it's like nine feet tall. Oh, it's a large creature. A large elemental is how it's described. Jesus. Yeah, it's massive. I love it! Balthazar is suddenly feeling very jealous. (laughs) 
As this happens, Isabel's eyes are glowing, glowing golden as the polar bear forms behind um, her. And I am going to... Why not? I'm going to... Um, sorry. I literally just got this, everybody. So I'm like trying to look at what this thing can do and stuff. <laughs> One moment. Um, it's going to charge in... Um, towards one of the creatures actually it's going to charge to be stand right in front of Isabel and anyone else who's still back near her and roar and as it does um you see um an arc of lightning shoot out at each of the creatures because it can use arc lightning twice so just for finesse i'd like to do it at the same time um oh my god that's so cool so that's a melee wait this party is like don't have a tank make your own <laughs> so it's a ranged spell attack plus seven to hit so the first i just rolled a natural one on the first attack so that's going away let's use this one i rolled a one and a natural 20 i'm not even kidding i'm ah! taking pictures hey. of this hang on like this literally just happened <laughs> all right um so one hits. The second hit, I guess, will hit. Um, so that is... Sorry. Um, I'm assuming a natural 20 hits plus seven. <laughs> um, so 3d10 dam- lightning damage. It can jump to another creature. So I'm assuming you're choosing the other devil. Alright, it's gonna make a saving throw. Nope, that's a one. As it as the lightning jumps between these two spine devils, how do they die, pa- Isabel? As they uh as it just roars it the ch- the channel of the lightning strikes both of them or strikes one, one fires off misses, but the other one strikes one square in the chest and then it leaps over um, who's up in combat with it? Polly and Balthazar are on one, and then me and Rose Mallow are on another, so pick which will pair okay. you want it. Okay, it would strike the one that Rose Mallow and, uh, that you guys are fighting, and then it leaps over the heads and strikes the other one just in the, right in the back of the head. So, and just yeah. singes them. And as it, the lightning almost actually sucks back towards the bear, and it actually has to take one d10 force damage after resolving the attack. So it does cost to do that one. So it takes three damage. All right, and brave, brave boy. As it does that, in yep, both of them explode into fiendish energy, and the polar bear roars. It's just like goes to stand by Izzy. That was badass! Can you, have you been able to do that this whole time? I don't think so. Um, can I reach up and can I touch it? Yes. I reach up and just kind of let, like, scratch it behind its ears. It nuzzles you. It nuzzles you. <sighs> Also, this is just a precious sight to see. Now that is a cute bear. Wah! Very adorable. Wah! <laughs> Are you gonna name it? 
Um, oh yeah, what's his name? Or her name? Or their <laughs> name? I'm not assuming gender. I I don't know if elementals have a gender. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Stormy, Lightning, Thunder, Snow, Snowflake, Avalanche. Tutankhamen. <laughs> the professor just walks upstairs to retrieve his bags as this is all going on. Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Alexander. Blizzard. That one's a little normal. I think we have time to... Name a weird polar bear creature. Uh, in time. Alagos. Balthazar gives him a cursory sniff. His name is Alagos. Nice to meet you, Alagos. It means storm or storm of the wind in Elvish. And can you make me a wisdom check, Willa? Oh, boy. Wisdom? Just for Willa. You can, you, the rest of you can see it. See what? She for, she didn't dismiss her arms after she brought them up, so they were just Eighteen. hanging back during the entire... Yeah, you're like, oh, I could have used those during the fight, couldn't I? Yeah, I could. <laughs> I forgot about those. I'm so... Uh, that's okay, because then we, you know, wouldn't have gotten the polar bear. I know. I was like, oh, man, did I mess up here? Oh, it got her turn. That's good. Oh, were you supposed to tell me about that earlier? <laughs> um, I was planning on something else, but then I missed that point. Oh. So, pull. I'll cut this out so it seems better. It worked. It, it kind of worked for that time, for that moment. This is also just feels very in character still. <laughs> it sure does, buddy. And as the professor's coming down, does anyone look through the main room of the inn. I will. Alright, you're looking through. You see bodies, you see old pitted weapons. And near underneath one of the tables you do see a small black gem. Guys? Yep. There's a black gem here. I'm after everything we've gone through, I'm kind of afraid to yeah, even touch it. Yeah, this seems it, like but... Isabel's sort of thing. I yeah. would like to sweep the room. <laughs> She's still super distracted by this giant bear that's like standing in front of her. She has no flipping clue what's going on. <laughs> Willa is carving with her claw nails. Willa was here on one of the tables. <laughs> Okay, so Polly or Rosemallow, if one of you want to make me either a history or arcana check to learn what this gym is. No, I wouldn't know it. It's eight. But what I would like to do is use primeval awareness. Um, so I know if, if there, I would like to focus my attention inward and reach out my feelings outward to see if I can tell if there are any, like, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead within one mile of me. You get much the same answers before. There are aberrations, celestials, fiends, and fey within one mile of you, but you don't detect okay. any in this specific room. Just seems like we're back where we started before we, you know, hopped back in time. And fancy... Past day, Darcina. 
What did you find over there? I'm assuming I noticed them over there. Yeah. This little black gem. I go over to take a look. Do I recognize it? Make me either a history or arcana check. Ooh, okay. I can give you advantage for that since you have been studying ancient elvish stuff. Well, that's not good. That's better. That was a natural one and then a 16 plus 4, so 20. Dirty um, 20. Nice. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty, dirty. You recognize it as, a, it's a gem known as a lesser Kira. K-I-I-R-A. And it was used by ancient elves to store their memories. Basically, with something about this size, it would remember, like, a short 30-minute burst or so. Or, like, a shorter burst, and you could activate it by grabbing the gem, and it would imprint on your memory. It would let you see the memory, have some limited degree of questioning whoever held it last through the memory and you'd be able to remember anything you saw in there for the next week. It's, um, it's a sort of memory recording. I, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's basically, if you hold it, you can hear and see whatever, whoever placed a memory inside of it wants you to. Do we so, want to see? Touch it is what you're saying. Um, one of us could, and would gain that knowledge, and but I don't know what kind of memory is there. It could be the last moments of this city. It could be a grocery list, although I'm not sure why they would use this level of magic for that, but... I hope someone remembers my grocery list in the far future. So, so, uh, who's gonna touch it? It's the memory stone just says buy eggs. Um, I mean, if I had to guess, it should probably be either Isabel or the professor. Because if it is from Darcina, I ain't gonna know what's but that like. If it is the memory of the end of a race or the end of a city. Should, uh, I don't know, people who are emotionally invested in such a thing be watching that? Um, would I know if once we use it to view the memory, does it just clear? Or could somebody else look at it again until... It clears for the next memory to be recorded. So it's a one-shot recording? Yes. Would I know if multiple people could view it if multiple people touched it at the same time? Let's say yes, if you all manage to touch it at the same time. We could attempt to touch it together, but it may not work. Ooh, power of friendship. I'm for it. I trust you. Alright, who wants to try and touch it at the same time? I'll do it. <laughs> so are we doing like a countdown, or... Because those work right, so well for us. One finger, and then we just watch each other's fingers and touch it at the same time. 
Alright, I, I suppose. Not hard. Ready? Fingers out. Okay, then. Maybe, maybe we base off of one person um, and time off that one person. Everybody watches. Everyone watches one person's hand. So who's oh going to be the first person? Oh my. I'll go. Alright. Isabel? Oh, wait, did you say something? No, I'm saying oh my god because this is somehow even worse than when we try to start our recordings. This is relatively simple. We should be able to touch things at the same time without I would agree. To- I would agree. Alright, Isabel making me a wisdom check. Alright. An 11. Alright, and all of you make me wisdom checks. DC is 11. Otherwise... You're left out of the group touch. Oh my god. <sighs> what Balthazar roll? <laughs> oh, Balthazar stopped oh doing it. Imagine if Balthazar with his tongue. He just Imagine bleh. if Balthazar touched it first. Like <laughs> I got exactly eleven. I rolled a twelve, so not even counting adding my wisdom, so we're good on this front. Fourteen and I don't even have a modifier, so Alright, I'm glad I didn't... You need to roll within a certain number, because that'll be funny. No, but yes. You are all able to touch it at a, at the same time. And immediately, it feels a little weird. Like, you all like kind of get the static of knowing everyone else is in there too. But you are back in time where the skeletons were. There are bleeding... Bleeding and wounded soldiers. And you are in the memory of an elven soldier who was organizing a rebellion against the Serena after the city had been sealed off. They're planning with other soldiers about how they're going to coordinate with the people resisting in the playhouse, university, and slums in order to storm the servant's entrance. At this point... I would like each of you to roll me another wisdom check. And we'll take the average. Or wisdom saving throw. Thirteen. Alright. Is this is this frightening? Is this a frightening effect? No. That's okay, because I have advantage, so No. I have advantage yeah. I have advantage on charmed. It's not a charm, it's just thirteen. One? You got one? He rolled a one and he has plus zero on the whiz, so yeah. Alright, and you got a 13, Kiara? I got a 13, yeah. Alright. And Polly, what did you get? Nine. Nine! Nine? Correct. Nine! Alright, divide by four. A point of speaker, because as a group, you get two questions you can ask... To, you can ask this memory, Jim. So it's like, okay, can we go back real fast, though, Eric? And can I ask a clarifying? So they're talking about locations in the palace, or they're talking about locations in the city. So from what you can gather, there's this gym takes place in the middle of a rebellion because the Serena closed off this closed off the city, and people want to open it back up to get in other refugees from Sard as everything's going to shit, but she's refusing. Okay. 
So the rebels are currently holding the university, the playhouse, the slums, and the inn. And they want to make a move on the servant's entrance to the castle so that he can sneak in and and get the Sarina to change. Yeah. Where are they trying to go in again? Sorry. The servant's entrance to the palace. You, you as a group have two questions you can ask, and I'll answer to the best of my abilities. Can this, can this, uh, can this count as a not question? It's more of like a actual, well, it's more about like the actual physics of it, of being inside a memory. Like, can we interact with the things around us or are we kind of like ghosts? You can look around. But, like, nothing's... Like, if we're in a memory and, like, a bullet comes racing through us, it's not going to kill us. It's going to go through us. Okay. Yes. That was my only question. (laughs) I didn't want that to be a question question. Now what? Maybe, maybe. Here's a thing we should ponder maybe asking is, uh, what the Sarina was capable of? Because we still don't know if who we're dealing with is or just pretending to be the Sarina in the dreamscape city thing. We might be able to narrow narrow it down. Or we can ask Why wasn't she well, why wasn't she protecting her people? I mean, we could ask that, but that's not gonna help us much. Power makes people mad. Are we trying to get into the palace after her? That would be... Yeah. I mean, eventually we, we're we either going to have to leave the city or deal with her. That's our two options, roughly speaking. Because we're going to have to either end this dream or get out of it. Then perhaps we should find out exactly how they plan to get through the servant's entrance. I like your thinking. That's the first question? I suppose so. I'm not sure. I heard Kia kind of leading to, towards it, and then I was like, did you already? And then my brain caught him. I'm like, did she already say that? I don't think she actually did. No. <laughs> well, we'll give you credit for it I was anyway. like, wait, I, don't, I hope I didn't just like ask the question that was already asked. <laughs> as, you, as you asked that, you feel the memory come, come into you. It's not like someone's talking to you, but you know these things. The One of the servants who had the key to the entrance is currently hiding out in the old theater and over at the university they might have some explosives to blast open the door if the theater falls through but you hardly trust the assholes over there who are often experimenting with things beyond their understanding is anybody else confused by what was just said (laughs) i okay um potential try to break down uh, there is a key and a servant in the theater that they are going to try to get to first. If that, if they can't do that, then they have another resource, I forgot where you said it was, that they can get explosives to blast their way through into the servants' quarters, which is still probably one of the least protected areas for them to get into the palace. It would be in the university. In the university. So there's bombs in the university if the key isn't at the theater. All right, then. I suppose, perhaps, um, anyone else? Another question, perhaps? What are we supposed to do about all this? Why, why are we all here? 
what are we what are we doing why why does any of this matter well i mean if if that's the question you want to ask i'm not sure how well this memory is going to be able to answer that because i don't think they're here for after this so they can't tell us why we're here because this is the moment before they go out to get to the service. I'm course. I'm just confused about this entire trip in general. I mean, I took I took y'all on as a group, as a tour guide, to take you to some fabled city that doesn't exist. And turns out it does exist. And then uh, we get somehow sucked back in time when we enter the city. And then wander through a bunch of weird memories and somehow end up forward in time inside the city where everybody's dead and now there's a memory that we're looking at of the fall of the city, but why? But why? Because we're curious and we were exploring and we haven't quite figured out how to leave the city yet. Personally, I kind of don't want to just leave this here because I have no idea whoever's running all of this, if they're going to stick to just the city. Running all of what? Running the dream. All of everything. <sighs> the one that's making us see our memories. <sighs> I'm too old for this. I am too also, old for this. Also, remember, Lost City, Abandoned Palace, while a lot of things are going to be rusty... A lot of it's still going to be very, you know, pricey. So, we survive. I could basically buy a mountain, probably. Isabel looks over and, um, I'm here because I'm, I'm supposed to be. I've been asked to find, to save this place, to change it back, to restore it, or at least the part of it that my family has a hand in. Is your family related to this arena? I'm not sure how I'm supposed to do that, but I'm Is here. Is your family related? And I want to understand. Is your family related to this well, arena? The we're all supposed to be here. I don't know exactly. Um, not this one, I don't think. I'm, as you said, time is different, but, but this is my family. My father sent me a letter and this ring, and that's all I know. I just know that I have to do something about it. He was very vague in the letter, and I thought the professor could answer questions, but he's pretty much just confused even more. I'm not really sure if he knows anything, to be honest. Meanwhile, outside, they're just playing Miss Mary Mac, Mac, Mac. Oh. Black, black. But we're back inside the marina. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like the uh, assassin would just be like, what yes, the hell? Yes, the professor's <laughs> attempting to play. He's like, no. Fuck you. 
So, Rose? You're being quiet over there. I'm just very confused. I have no idea why I'm here. I was just... I was just running away. I was, uh, I was just running away from my f problems, and here I am, just trying to make a name for myself and such. I, and now I'm in this memory. I mean, I mean, I'm glad, not not to say I'm, I'm I'm very grateful for having met all of you, but I I have no idea what is going on. I'm looking around and I'm seeing events that happened in the in the past and this horrible sight of what probably has happened as a result of all of it. And now I'm hearing that it's possibly because of someone trying to stop a rebellion? <laughs> Why did things get so bad that there had to be a rebellion? That might be a good question to ask. That is a good question. Well, didn't it have something to do with the, the Serena closed the city and wasn't letting any other... Why did she close the city? You do remember that the Serena mentioned something about the trickster or the deceiver, deceiver in her speech about why she had to keep the city sealed before she noticed you. Is the trickster here? In this memory? Not my. Uh, that shouldn't be. That won't be my question. I'll, I'll ask I mean, the group. You but... could, if you, you could learn more about the trickster if you ask who was the trickster. Because being an elf, they would know that. Who is the trickster? I didn't take notes on her speech. I think it was going so fast, I couldn't write down anything. Sorry. No, all right. it's fine. I'm just... Well, we can know. Yeah, I don't have anything written down. Then should my R question be, who is the trickster? Or is the trickster here? I think who is the trickster. I don't think this soldier will know. And if the trickster is inside and she shut down the city to protect them from the trickster, it's kind of counterintuitive, I would think. Do you want to ask that? Mm-hmm. I can... Uh, yeah, I promise you it's not going to just be a waste of time. Who is the trickster? You know, being an elf, like, the Serena was paranoid about the trickster entering for some reason. Like, but you know that in other cultures, the trickster is another name for the goddess Mira, one of the heads of Tiamat. That's the answer? Yes, the trick, the trickster takes the form of a fox, and it's said that the Sarina's grandmother made a bargain with the trickster in the founding of Darcina. So, and then the Sarina sealed up Darcy Darcina as Sard fell. But the you know the trickster is another name for the dragon goddess and goddess of deception, Mira. Okay, I remember. Oh, you know what? I do remember. Slightly remember that. And as you, as that thought, as that thought goes through your mind, 
the scene scene resumes basically and you all hear a noise like a coming from the palace and like soldiers look up stopping mid-sentence and despite your protest they start going towards the door each mumbling about a family member or like a pet they had when they were a child and then you hear the noise again but instead of the distant moaning it sounds like your husband who left the city like those years ago when it was first sealed up and who you would just give anything to see again you know it's a trap but you can't resist the pull of the pull of whatever spell this is so you take you take your kira from your pocket and you go to set it down on the table but it slips from your hands falls to the floor and the four of you are back in the inn well then what the hell was that well then what was that sound am i familiar with this magic at all make me an arcana check 15 it seems to be some kind of compulsion magic that operates based off the desires of the affected individual so it's basically saying come to me i will give you what you want so something and or someone oh that's a lot of power so what what did you find out the professor says carrying his bags we may have found a way into the palace oh that's good professor what do you know of the trickster It's a wood of deity. I thought it'd take the symbol of a fox, but old wood of religion wasn't my forte in college. You may possibly live to regret that at this point. Well, I hope I do. Not living. Wait. Wait. Yes. Wait. Can I live and not regret it? No. Because that would be like, Unfortunately, damn it. no. Damn it. That would be the ideal solution, honestly. I mean, it would, but I think that ship done did sail. Well, what now, I guess? Theater first? Um, do we want to... Oh, by the way, both of you, both po- Polly, no, both Willa and Isabel, if you loved your abilities laps, make me a constitution check. Seven. Okay, so that's going to be a six for me. As both of your abilities lapse, maybe they did it while you were still in the memory. You do feel a sudden drain on your drain. Like, you just went running for several miles. Like, without taking a break. You each gain one point of exhaustion until you finish a long rest. How about we go back to the slums and... Take a rest. Those seem to be unaffected by the guards. I wonder if the the places that they... Because they said that they had a hold of the slums as well. Mm-hmm. And the inn. 
Which is also lesser affected as well. Not as strongly, I suppose. Well, now it currently looks like it's not affected by the spell at all. Right? It still looks all messed up, or no? It does. So, uh, I would like to take a peek outside. Are we... What's it like out there? It's still the same golden city with guards patrolling and people milling around. You do see a giant golden golem stomping around near the palace entrance. I will cast Pass Without Trace on us so that we can get around. Let's go. Let's try to go back to the slums. I want to talk with you about. I want to talk with you about something, and I don't know if it's safe to talk here. That's the professor fair. says. It wouldn't be a bad idea to set up camp because I'm, frankly, I'm I'm not firing at all cylinders right now, and I could use a nap or something. I would agree. Uh, all right. So, as you go out, everyone, make me your stealth rolls. Fourteen. Still a natural one. Because honestly, with that, with the one, it'd be fifteen if we wanted to really uh, go that that route. I also got a natural one, but Balthazar got a dirty twenty plus something. I'm gonna say y'all make it halfway through. Guards do notice Rose Mallow and Polly, but you are able to leg it back to the slums before they catch up with you. And you see, as you cross the entrance to the slums. They stop and they look around almost like, okay, they just vanished into thin air. That's fucked up. That was close. Let's find a place to hunker down for the night. I'm going to go back to my my building. The assassin says as he just goes back to the building he was and closes the door behind him. You hear a click. Well, okay, bye to you too. Too fond of him. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. At least he wasn't trying to kill you. That's true, that's fair. Okay. So we have a sturdy group, the professor says. You're all very capable. But we weren't seen by those shadows, by those guards, as we went into the inn. Thank you. Thanks to Polly's Immaculate's wonderful spell use. Yep. So... I think that if we travel as just a big unit, it might draw attention to us. Like, wherever it might be just too big of a footprint that will attract guards and the city's attention. You're not saying we go one by one, are you? So, I'm not saying we're going... I'm not saying we should try to storm the Sarina's castle, like, alone... Smart. Because once we do that, I'm pretty sure we're going to be in it to win it, so to speak. But as long as we're still just, like, collecting pieces and getting set up, we can do those in, say, smaller teams. Yes, two to three at the most. We can't have everyone just running around all the time. That actually seems fair. Especially since we know that the slums, or at least currently the slums, are a semi-safe space. We can just make this our return point. I'm sure it has something to do with how the Sarnia perceived the poorer parts of town even before the rebellion happened. 
fucking rich people. It sounds like a good plan to me, I suppose. It'd be nice if we could keep in touch with each other. Anyone have a sending stone or but a sending scroll? No, I I can send messages, but that's over short distances. Well, I do have a I do have talk to animals. So if anybody's really good with chickens or birds of any kind, they could just like get tell it something and then send it and then I can catch it and I can listen. The professor looks to you, Polly. 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 You do realize that chickens can't understand common normally, don't you? Yeah. So, if someone talked to a bird, and then you cast talk to animals, it wouldn't be able to repeat what we said. Also, where, where are we getting chickens? I don't know. Is this a city? People have houses? This is... This is... Okay. Do city this people is a dream have city. chickens? I'm confused. I don't think so. Okay. I... Despite whatever effects the producer might put in in post-production for Sounds of Chickens, I don't think they would have chickens in here. Well, I did not know that. I would, again, like to say, we are going to be meeting back up here. This is going to be home base while we're scouting out. And one of the places we should think about doing theater, maybe getting that key. And even if we don't use the explosives to get in, it might be fun to be able to blow some stuff up so going to the university and having a couple of people do that wouldn't be the worst idea either yes and it might be safe to assume we'll encounter more of these low cognition areas these areas where our memories substitute for the sarinas if we go to those um Izzy pulls out from her pockets, um, or pouch, whatever, a small opal, um, figurine, um, this is, this might help. Whoever goes could take this with them, and if something goes wrong, they release the wolf inside and it comes back here. I suppose it should be able to find this place. It would know sense, I think. I don't know. It's a plan of action, I suppose. Um, Rosemallow. You've had... You have a background in performances, don't you? Well, yes. Would you be comfortable going to the theater with someone else? You could have a bodyguard. Sure. Me or Willa. Uh... Choose wisely. <laughs> it's me. Oh man. I... <laughs> I start Willa just starts flexing. Oh golly. You know what, Willa, why don't you go? I uh I think I better stick around to help out old Professy. The explorers are Amanda, Dallas, Adam, and Kiara, with theming and producing done by Eric. The tracks used in this episode are down in the show notes. Thank you to Ray Keldis for making our art. You can find her over at Keylography Inc. or keylographyinc.com. 
Do you like the show? Tell a friend us about. Did did you like the show? Tell a friend about us or leave us a rating review on your podcatcher of choice to help more people find us. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at on Twitter at DiceFiends or shoot us an email at DiceFiendsPod at gmail.com. And until next time, remember, if you think you've made terrible choices and you're never going to live them down or you're never going to get out of them, just keep in mind that Rhode Island loaned 38 studios $75 million to make Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning and ended up owing $88.5 million to bondholders after the studio folded and the taxes are being used to pay and taxes were used to pay off $38.64 million of that debt after all the settlements came in with the last payment being this year so it's what I'm trying to say is it's never as bad as you think it may not seem like it but I know you'll get through this Goodbye. I had a present to give her. She was being such a good girl. <laughs> she comes back. Someone said present. <laughs> and then and then wisp and wisp off. It's canon. Um, <laughs> it's canon. The DM says it. It's canon. Yeah. Must be true. <laughs> God, I will never write. I will never not write it a serious moment. You'll know that I've been body snatched if that happened. If that doesn't happen. Oh yeah! Anytime any one of us gets yes. heartfelt, if you don't bust that opportunity up, like we know you were replaced <laughs> with spies by the CIA. Obviously, had to be the case. Mm, it's my it's my left leaning tendencies that'll do me in one day. Anyway, so should we stop recording? Oh yeah! Oh, oh shit! Fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Let's stop before recording. we start record- recording. Let's all our co- uh, let's get our, all, all our swear words out. Fuck! Fuck! Shit! Swimming ginga. David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Schwimmer. <laughs>